Does everybody know what time it is? It's time to slam some beer brand beers and light some tobacco brand cigarettes because there's a party at the Taylor house. <clears throat> That's right. It's grunt work. <laughs> you just had that on deck? Good, won't you back podcast up? Use a fine motherfucker, won't you back podcast up? Call me Big Daddy when you back podcast up. Ho, who is you playing with? Back grunt work up. <laughs> the podcast about the TV show Home Improvement, where one in the hand is actually worth seven in the bush. Oh, wow. That's a really good deal. I know, I know. Uh, I am your host, Landon. Best insecurity over pronunciation Solano. <laughs> Joined always by my co-host, Truman, best podcast co-host Caps. Oh, oh my god, you know, I I, I, I didn't even think, I, I didn't write a speech, I didn't think I was going to win. Oh my gosh, so many people to thank. Uh, obviously my parents, uh, I wouldn't be here without them. God, certainly, because we wouldn't be here without him. And, you guessed it, President Trump. Uh, I wouldn't oh have been possible god. without any of this. I'm going to make this a word show, very political. What just happened to this show all of a sudden? Uh, you, you give me even the slightest amount of praise, and I go completely off the rails. Apparently an odd character. Yes. Uh, Truman, it's good to see you, if it really is you. Uh, you know, you know, Landon, it's uh, it's good to be seen, if indeed it is me who you're seeing. Uh, and, and and you as well. It feels, like, it feels like a long time. It has been a little bit... I mean, we took Thanksgiving off. Yeah, that was uh, a hell of a thing. That was a hell of a thing. We... Not like in a bad way. Just also, like, yeah. yeah, and we also batch recorded last time, so yeah. it has been a few weeks for us. Yeah, it's good, um, it's good to be back, you know? I'm liking it. I feel fresh. Yeah, and uh, we had a pretty decent episode, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Um, I have some bad news. Oh, shit. What's going on? I know. Hulu is no longer airing Home Improvement. What? Yeah. Can, now, they, can they do that? I have a suspicion that uh, there's probably some legal things that are going on, and it's going to make its way over with a lot of other ABC shows to Disney Plus. <sighs> that's mouse. my guess. That's uh, that's my guess. Okay. Well, sorry, gang. I guess that... <laughs> it's, we, it was with us so briefly, or was it actually on there for a couple of years and this show has compressed time for me? I think uh, it's been on for at least half of our run, so oh, I'd say at least a year and a half, two years. Oh, guys, just when the show started getting good, too. Oh, man, <laughs> that's, a, that's a real bummer. I, I, I don't want to... Uh, well, I mean, it just goes to show you can never go wrong with physical media outside of the general storage space it requires, but yeah, uh, like, as Truman can attest, I'm a physical media uh, connoisseur, if you will. I need to, I, I'm, and I'm thinking I need to be one now that they are, there are rumblings about Cheers and Frasier leaving Netflix. I, uh. No, they'll find a home somewhere. I, I know, mean, they, they will actually, because, uh. Be NBC. The Peacock, yeah. Yes. Is their new app that they're doing. Which, and I mean, it's already a stat, like, already I would going, I would have to get the Peacock anyway because The Office, but the office, then. Like, Rock, yeah. But also, they could, like, they could put Frasier and Cheers on, like, some Russian streaming service <laughs> that you have to go to the moon to access. And I'd be like, oh, God, fuck it. I, I guess I'll do it. I can only pay in Bitcoin. Well, that's the price of Frasier. Um, well, that's that's a damn shame. It I feel is. I feel pain. Well, how, we only spent like what a hundred dollars on the toolbox shaped box set of the entire series. Uh, uh, it served us well though. Yeah, that, that, that was startup costs. So yeah. startup cost. And then we promptly ripped them all onto your hard drive. So we're not. So I guess maybe we should let people rent them from us, right? That's highly illegal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, from from us. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think we have those licensing things. 
uh, rights. Yeah, we should, I don't know, but wouldn't that be cool, though, just to be like a black market video store? We just, like, drive around the country with those in your trunk. <laughs> it's kind of like a road show of home improvement. Yes, that's the, actually the greatest idea. It's just get of, a little projector, yeah. shine it out of the trunk of my car onto some brick wall. Yeah, yeah, we call it Tool Time Road Show. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's got kind of, like, Incredible Hulk vibes, how he just goes from town to town helping people. <laughs> and we just a really melancholy theme song. Yeah. Oh, lonely man. Ah, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, Truman, guess that title. Oh, shit, already? No, no. Give us a synopsis first. Oh, God. Okay, this week on Home Improvement, Tim, Al, and Jill reluctantly attend the Cable Awards on Halloween night, in spite of the fact that Cooking with Irma wins everything every year. Now, with Mark sick at home and no babysitter available, they ask Brad and his smooth-talking friend Jason to stay home and look after his younger brother. But with the parents tied up at the awards show, Jason convinces Brad to throw a blowout party at the empty house. With disastrous results. <laughs> it's also Halloween! I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Um, so before we go into a few things... Um, a few things. That's my favorite quantity of things. We need to have you guess what the title of this episode is called. You you do. I have I have a couple options. Okay. I have a few things, okay. actually, as, as luck would have it. I, I want all of the few uh, things okay. I, that I, you have. A few gave some, some gave a few. That's <laughs> not, not even a joke, but hey, you know what? If you say enough things, a million monkeys saying a million things eventually will make a joke. That is kind of my... <laughs> is that how that happens? Yeah. No, if I just say every single Do they have to... Phrase, is there any kind of intervention uh, by humans to give them some sort of evolutionary growth serum in order for them to give uh communicated oh my god I, my, a million this is this is the second monkey there are two monkeys in this room we have to say we have to say millions more things give to them, get the level i'm living up to my award my, yeah. my best pronunciation insecurities and i'm and i'm not the i'm not the best co-host because i'm dunking on you for it uh there should be a human intervention to get us to stop doing this bit here are my three titles okay the first one it's my party, and I'll lie if I want to. Ooh, okay. Yeah, thank you. I, that's uh, yeah. Second one, Jill versus Jason. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank one. you, thank yes. you. I thought I thought that you would. I thought that you would. And last, Hello Ward Show, because I needed three to round it out, and I didn't have a lot of good ideas this week. <laughs> It's kind of like the better the episode is, the worse I am at thinking of a title for it. Uh, I don't have the histrionics on that to to back it up, so I can't uh, say. But um, It's My Party was the name of an episode last season. I Yes, I recall that. Yeah. Uh, it was it, your favorite. Oh, shit, it was. That's the, the, the dance floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess I like episodes about parties. <laughs> Which, I mean, some of the best episodes of The Office involved parties. And... I'm going to put a pin in that because it has to do with my personal reflections oh, okay. in a minute. Uh, the actual episode of this title, just I'm going to let you do the math on that. that, that yeah, that's it's cool, called that's cool, that's cool. Let Them Eat Cake, which is a yeah. Marie Antoinette yeah. quote. I mean, there's no, there's no cake in the episode. <laughs> so it doesn't really, as opposed to who, mine, which are all totally the, on. Who is the them in this scenario? I, I guess it's the kids. And who is it that's allowing the them to eat the cake? I mean, is it that is this some sort of commentary on we should just let kids be rambunctious and young and have parties? Or hmm. is the cake in that reference holds true to kind of where Tim and Jill end the episode? Yeah. Or is it like an Irma thing? 
But she doesn't ah, really... Because she let them have her cake. She is making cake. She's a cooking show. She gets all of the awards. If cakes equal awards, <laughs> the award show is saying, let Irma have her cake. In a sense, they have their cake and eat it too because they want to go to the Halloween party and they're going to skip the award show. But instead, they go to the award show and then go to the party it's true. I think we need to get Robert Stack on this. Yeah. It's an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Un- unsolved home improvement title uh, convention mysteries. Uh, this it, episode. I give, I'm sorry. I give this, um, I, get, I guess, I don't really give this one a grade. I give this one a like, uh, 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 I don't know, citation needed. <laughs> okay. I think that's very appropriate. Yeah, thank you. Continue, um, please. This episode actually aired on Halloween night. Uh, a Halloween miracle. October 31st, 1995, directed yeah. by Andy Kadiff still, um, and written by John Vandergriff, who has done a few episodes in the past that were pretty good. Well, uh, well done, John. A few episodes going forward. Um, personal reflections. Now, uh, I had put a pin in what you had said a second ago. Why don't we leave the pin there, and why don't you start in your personal reflections? Because I feel like I buffalo you in these reflections a lot. Well, I, I was literally about to take the pin out and go into my personal reflections. Oh, okay, then remove But thank pin. you for pausing me. To give me your permission to go first. Landon, I set the rules on this podcast. We record in your house. Um, you had said... Uh, uh, I forgot what you had said. Something about The Office? No. Party episodes tend to be the best episodes of things? Yes, I think maybe that a little bit. Um, we'll go with it. The I forgot what the pin was stuck into at this point. This is it's it already way. fallen off the It was wall. put into cake and cake got eaten or didn't get eaten and then we got confused. So. We should have let them eat the cake. <laughs> My point is, um, this episode aired on Halloween. Yes. And I love Halloween episodes. I'm a little upset that uh, uh, this wasn't, the last two years we haven't had like a Halloween episode. This, yeah. And I'm, you know, I think that they do it so well, and they they really have that Halloween spirit when yeah. they they commit themselves. But like, Brad has a party. Why wasn't it a costume party? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it kind of makes sense that he didn't have a Halloween party though, because he's a teenager now. He's too cool for all that kiddie shit, and also the kids at this party are significantly mm. older than him. And he was traumatized by being forced to be Raggedy Andy that I, one year, exactly, and I then Mo the next year. That's that stuff. That stuff sticks to your soul. I mean, you you have a negative interaction. I mean, look, had it been me, like I quit trick or treating when I was in elementary school, so maybe Brad is is a cool dude like me in that way. He's in high school. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I okay. wasn't I wasn't even trying to string yeah. it along. I, I don't know. I feel like I know what you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, how did you feel about this episode? Uh, I loved it, man. I I something they must be putting something in the water in the home improvement, <laughs> something in the coffee because the this this episode was just great i i really love this like this is one of the top episodes of the show thus far and to have had such a concentration of great episodes recently yeah save for the one that we forget about (laughs) uh it's you know i guess that's the yin and yang of it isn't it but uh it's one episode out of six that you know i think all five of the six have been pretty great so far yeah Yeah. really really uh, and then that one was very bad to kind of make up for but like (laughs) I don't know. I just I thought the writing was really good. Yep. Great performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the yeah the writing is just getting markedly better. Just there's a consistently like using running gags that come back and are repeated throughout the episode in a way that I really like. And the humor is leaning less and less on Tim's antics and yep. more on this really strong supporting cast, which is what we've been asking for for the <laughs> past three years of doing this it's, show. 
interesting, you know, I usually would save something like this for the super spectacular, but I feel like it's worth cracking open now where a lot of sitcoms in particular take a year maybe to to really find their legs. Mm -hmm. Whereas Home Improvement's kind of an interesting beast in that the first two seasons, they were like locked in right away Mm -hmm. with really good stuff and good chemistry and storylines and dynamics. And then it really just went into a different world and has struggled to come back. And I feel like now kind of feels like they're finally finding their sea legs yeah. after having lost them. Yes, in a major way. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, I think that I, I agree with you in that certainly there was something in the first two seasons that was then lost in three and, and four to some extent. I think that, I, and at the same time, I think that their time in the wilderness, I, I think that, like, taking Tim into too mean of territory and then pulling him back from that, I think that now they've, not only have they learned I don't I think that doing that not only taught them more about what they can do with Tim as a character, but it also kind of showed them, oh, there's these other characters, we can do other things with them. Yeah. I feel like it like going to that dark place has kind of made the whole show stronger now that they appear to have come back from it. <laughs> How I, much of it is uh is the mouse now uh, reigning over Tim as Buzz Lightyear, because this is oh. you know f- you know, four months after uh Toy Story aired. Maybe that's it. Maybe and one year after uh, the Santa Claus, which is also Disney. Yeah, maybe just his newfound, you know what, maybe it was that his new, like, he was trying to chart his way as a celebrity and, yeah. like, kind of angry, manly, grunty dude was a thing that he was trying, but then he's had success with wholesome family dad, who's yeah. a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> Has and, an edge around him, yeah. Yeah, edge, right. edgy family dad, yeah. and that, that seems to have been working better. Like, maybe that's the... You know, that's the the real course for success that they found. But at the same time, though, and this goes to this episode, uh, and it's more commentary than it is notes, which is why I want to do it here. Mm -hmm. Um, They they can still tackle kind of semi-adult issues. I mean, like a Disney show, you know, wouldn't, and I'm saying like Disney Channel, Boy Meets World or whatever, uh, you know, uh, aired on that episode that channel um, uh, even Stevens. even Stevens. there you go yes. uh they i don't think would have held a episode where uh, a child of the family holds a party where there's smoking and beer and making out and making and showing the making out which yeah. is a little uncomfortable and and <laughs> and some teenage girls who are a little uncomfortably hot for the show like i'm not no no like the way that they've got them dressed is like a little provocative i mean uh yeah, yeah. I I feel like I can't respond to that in any direction. Uh, I'm, I'm, so I'll let you hang out there. I'm not. I'm not saying save us from the sick <laughs> filth, and I'm not saying like, oh yeah, give me more. I'm just. I'm just. I say like, wow, I, that was surprisingly I, I, racy for this show. I understand what you you're saying, and I'm saying that I'm in a position that I can't comment on it without pushing it in a direction that I don't want to push it to. So I, I've already pushed myself into that direction. Yeah. So you know what? Next week it'll just be Landon uh, Landon hosting this show. <laughs> Uh, okay, you want to go deep diving? I I do. I want to uh, go deep diving. I can't think of a joke on that. I'm still thinking about how to pick up the shattered pieces of my life after what I've just said. <laughs> um, why don't we thank our patrons before we do that, though? Uh, you know what? Let Let's thank our patrons. I want to toss out. Well, I, some salads and scrambled eggs. Some, I want to. I want. Well, I want to toss my salads. I want to scramble my eggs, and I want to share them with our overseers. Uh, John with an H. John with no H. Tom with two M's, the lovely Kirsty, and uh, Tara, who I'm sure is also lovely, although I don't know her personally. No. Why isn't John or John or Tom lovely? Uh, you know, you're right. 
I want to thank just an episode of holding you over the coal. <laughs> I, I that with that's not lovely. I want to thank the lovely John with an H, the lovely John with no H, the lovely Tom with two M's, the lovely Kirsty, and the lovely Tara. Now, all our fans. Do you our feel like are lovely? The world word "lovely" is losing its meaning because you're attributing it to every single person that you're thinking. When every everyone's lovely, no one's lovely. Exactly. That's uh, that's 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 probably a real issue that we that's like antibiotic uh dependence you know if you give it to everybody sooner or later it means nothing to nobody we go into the cold open thank you for saving me again <laughs> uh we are behind the scenes of tool time heidi is uh coming straight from uh horse riding um <laughs> it, with, with pants that are like practically over her head they're so high-waisted that's and you know obviously they're kind of equestrian-ish pants but it's the hat the hat? I didn't even notice the hat. Or is she not wearing a hat? Or maybe I imagined the hat because it was so equestrian-esque. Uh, esque equestrian, you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't remember there being a hat. I was focused on the pants. Oh, maybe I maybe I made up the hat. Let's go to the videotape, <laughs> which is the name of a Home Improvement episode. <laughs> uh, but as she passes by uh, the Bob Was Here panel of the backstage area, uh, the grunt creep was creeping like a creep. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I wrote, I took this in my notes, the grunt creep is creeping. Along the back of one of the set flats. Uh, honestly, it looked like the same exact animation from Bye Bye Birdie, where he was outside of the window uh, as Tim was listening to the woodpecker. So you just remembered the animation from this episode, like, <laughs> two seasons ago? <laughs> only Three seasons ago, but Jesus. only because uh, we speculated at the time that, or I did, that he might, the grunt creep might be a cat burglar, mm -hmm. and he was very cat burglary creeping here which is why i'm supposing that they why recreate an animation you just copy and paste it had it had a real adventures in babysitting kind of energy of like <laughs> of like hey along the edge of a ledge yes. or also maybe the goonies i don't know uh but uh, heidi is delivering the expense report to tim who is in the makeup chair yes and uh, it's and she points out the uh things tim broke line item which is just <laughs> you know and i think she's she, like he broke the outhouse they they were actually really good about uh line iteming the things Things from this season the the plate glass window that he oh, yeah. was holding like garfield yeah uh the porta potty that they I, what was he, it that he set it on fire i can't well remember. no he just turned it into a car but i guess once you've turned a porta potty into a car you can't really probably take a dump it. in it anymore i he mean, probably drove it down 696 yeah. <laughs> well there's no windows on like he gets inside it and then drives away of course <laughs> right. it's a recipe for disaster yeah right uh and this really brought me back to season one when we had high ambitions for Let's do uh let's do a damage report of Tim and, yeah. and you know how much is it going to cost for uh everything that he breaks. Someone's doing the job for us. Uh, it's actually interesting to see how Binford uh is actually doing their job and and how they're going to insure Tim and how much the show costs because those are questions. And also, I'm I was surprised at how little all of these things cost though. Like nothing exceeds three figures. Like the <laughs> the outhouse is like two fifty. Yeah. This is nineteen ninety five. There's like a circuit breaker that's broken. It costs a hundred and fifty. I mean, I I guess the it's highest the, 90s. the highest item was eight something. Well, yeah, and that's because because Tim says like you know he hands the thing back to her and says you know it, instead of handing this to the sending this to the home office, why don't you just uh, go find that Binford sixty one hundred paper shredder and run this through it? And she says, I can't. You broke it. That's eight hundred bucks. So the paper Paper Shredder is the most expensive. It's more expensive than an outhouse. Paper Shredder was dealing with higher technology than uh, any of the other things. So there's computer chips in it. There were other things that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cutting edge of technology in 1995. Well, literally cutting into, <laughs> cutting shreds technology, really. Because that's how Paper Shredder works. Just, you know, Enron stuff. Uh, 
And but so but then he's then he says, "Well, find something I haven't broken and hide it in there." And I, I at that point I was like, "Okay, cold open over. We're good, right?" But then no, nope. more more things happen. More things happen. Uh, Tim goes out onto the set where t- uh, Al is rehearsing. We actually see a tool time script. We can confirm that there are scripts for tool time. So many big occurrences in this episode. Now, there's another thing. I don't know if you caught it. But uh, oh, no. oh god, no! What's your problem? I'm afraid it's going to be a calendar. It's not a calendar. Al is reading the script, and Tim clearly has not read the script, which oh, yes. to me says that Al had a part in writing the script. Okay, okay, but it seems like this is it seems like this is sponsor copy though, because okay. he's trying to yeah. learn it. it like, oh, they are in Gadget Corner. That's what he's trying to go over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. It might Landon. be handed down from above, but it does not negate the fact that he might co-write. The segments. Okay, that's not very the fair. Sponsored, not the sponsor segments, but the the, the project segments. I, I love this idea, though, that like if we hadn't seen this, we would keep... It would still be an open option that, that every episode of Tool Time, they come out and they're like, Okay, thank you for coming to our show. We need one suggestion from the audience. <laughs> Can somebody name one power tool? Uh, okay, okay, I heard pliers. All right, pliers. All right, thank you very much. We're going to have our monologuist come out and talk about pliers, and then we're going to go. Um, that's amazing. I want to go see that show. I don't ever want to see an improv show again, but I would go see that improv show. I feel like I feel like the tool oriented improv show could either be it would be very funny for uh, like a tool time based improv show would be hilarious for us. Yeah. And and maybe some people who listen to our podcast and no one else would like it. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would just be because very, I'm part of that scenario. It would be a very small crowd. There would probably be more improvisers on the stage. Have you than... been to an improv show? Because that is every <laughs> improv show that you just described. <laughs> uh, uh, take that uh, improv. Tim has not read the script, and how can he? Because he saws it in half, and haha, that's over. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, Irma comes out. Yep. I was no, I this. Cold open really threw me because in the background, uh, when Tim is getting the expense report, the cooking with Irma sign is not there. And I'm like, <gasps> what happened to Irma? Did she did she die? She didn't. No. Because she walks out on stage. She's very much alive. Uh, gloating about the uh, Cable Access Award show that's about to happen. And yeah. Tim does not have any interest because Irma always wins all of the awards. And everything must be about Tim all the time. <laughs> uh, you would think that Tim would have some sort of semblance that... Oh, okay. The show that is on the stage next to us is winning all the awards, which means that they're probably going to bump up the budget of all the technology in the studio that we're working on, which means we're going to benefit based on her success. So therefore, I should support her in her uh, uh, award winning. Also, you'd think that if Tim really was so concerned about trying to win awards and outcompete other people, he wouldn't be, I don't know, sawing scripts in half <laughs> and downplaying the importance of learning lines. Like, if they're, if you're being it's judged... Called, it's called preemptively uh, uh, defensive. Oh, so he's, he's afraid that if he tries and fails, that will be worse than if he never uh, tried at all. Exactly, exactly. Like, the only way he wants to win is if it's like, I'm just so naturally good, I don't even have to try. <laughs> <laughs> right okay well i can see that i can see that but yeah irma comes through gloating about how she's gonna win yep. and tim reacts to this in the way that uh that he typically would and then she leaves and tim and al start talking about this upcoming award show yeah no you're absolutely right uh she tim yeah still doesn't want to go and while he's doing this he's putting i didn't they didn't even introduce what this tool was, was that just, tim was doing but yeah just some big long it's like a long hedge trimmer or something, i guess or so like a, a tree pruner i don't know oh, it, yeah actually that sounds like it could be what it was i mean why a would tree. it be on a stick that long it's like a lot like have you the, seen the palm trees out here 
No, uh, fair. Okay, yeah. I mean, like, why would it be if it wasn't that? Yeah, and I guess you yeah, have the pretty tall palm tree. Uh, uh, what do you call them? Pine, pine trees. trees. Yeah. Pine trees out in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, but Al is trying to get Tim excited about going. He's like, come on, this is going to be our year. And, yeah. Uh, he gives him like a pep talk. Yeah, talking about all the great shows that he's made and everything. Yeah. Think about our stucco week. <laughs> Tim, and uh, what was it like? And we, I think we really moved people. That salute to the toilets. <laughs> and and Tim is Tim is lamenting. And I feel like there's something meta about this. Tim is lamenting how they only want to give awards to those fancy urban cappuccino radicchio <laughs> shows. And I saw this, and I broke into a very cold sweat thinking, wait, are they taking shots at the fact that Frasier was winning Emmys every year? And hey, oh my god, I didn't actually put that together. I mean, it seems... Were they by 95? Were they winning? I mean, I don't know. If they weren't winning, they were certainly getting nominated a lot. Yeah. And uh, certainly, Home Improvement was not getting... They, they only won for lighting, which yeah. they actually mentioned in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know Irma they... ends up winning it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, and even then, even if even if Frasier, like he's you know urban cappuccino, even if Frasier wasn't cleaning up at this point, Friends, I Friends, mean, urban yeah, cappuccino, Seinfeld coffee shop, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, shows about people in cities drinking coffee, yeah. But naturally, anything with he, comedians, yeah, sometimes yes, in cars, yes, yes, exactly. What's the deal with these cars? <laughs> um, so. I don't know, I, 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 but I saw that as like, I suddenly just felt very self-conscious about the fact that I have been actively comparing this show to Frasier on every episode of our podcast <laughs> for three years. the show hits back. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like it's it's almost as, as if Tim Allen just barged into my apartment and was like, oh, this apartment doesn't look like Frasier's apartment. Oh, this food isn't like Frasier's food. How do you like it now, Truman? Is that fun? There's no Chihuly here. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that port? No, that's a Diet Coke. Fuck you, Truman. That's a beer's beer. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, but Al gives Tim this pep talk, yeah. says we can't skip the award show, we need to, we need to go there and show up, we could actually win it, and Tim gets, gets psyched on it, and says, uh, something like, yeah, no other show is teaching people how to use stuff like this. And sure enough, uh, just like, uh, Bye Bye Birdie, yeah. uh, and another, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm mixing them up. The Bye yeah. Bye Birdie was the, the loader that goes over the teacups. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the fishing one, where, uh, he puts it up into the, the lighting fixture, but basically he breaks a lighting fixture and, and ensures that they will never get the best lighting award <laughs> and from that we go to the credits do we we do we don't we don't no where do we go the calendar oh <laughs> and uh, there's a there's a reason why there's a good reason halloween there's a exactly exactly yeah it's the woman with the masquerade mask oh of course but they put a sticker of a bat on it <laughs> Okay, this is the first calendar segment I've ever liked. <laughs> Put a bat on it. <laughs> they did it like how do we how do we like make this a little spookier? I stick a fucking bat on the existing calendar. That's what does it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, pretty good. And the only other note I have from the scene is that Tim doesn't want to go to the award show. He just wants to go to Eddie's uh, oh, yeah. a costume party, which comes into play uh, yes. later. Oh yeah, it's a good good note. Good uh, note. Theme song. I had a question about the asbestos uh, in the walls of the video game house, but we need to go into that. Uh, I feel like it'd be very important for the people living in the video <laughs> game house to go into that. <laughs> uh, wait, isn't don't they have? Asbestos is bad for you. Uh, decidedly so, yes. Yeah. But they have new liners, right? Uh, new liner cinema? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they produce Boogie <laughs> Nights, Freddy. among other, yeah. Um, uh, no, you know, warming 
Yeah, there's new insulators. Insulators, yeah. that's yeah, the word. Yeah, yeah insulation. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, asbestos isn't an insulation; it's a flame retardant substance. Uh, insulation doesn't give you cancer; it just makes you itchy if you touch it. Who the fuck are you, Tim the Toolman Taylor? I, I'm just I'm just a guy whose parents <laughs> both work in the insurance industry, so I know oh. a thing or two about what will give you cancer and what what won't give you cancer. Could your parents? Uh, put together a uh, list for us of how much Tim's health insurance would cost based on his injuries. I honestly, my dad, my dad is about to retire and definitely has senioritis right now. So he would actually be thrilled probably to, uh, <laughs> you know, he doesn't do, he doesn't do health insurance, but he does write property insurance policies. So maybe oh, like hey. what it would cost to insure tool time studios. Yeah. How many times he's blown up uh, Benny's house. Yeah. You know what I should, yeah, I should send dad a few episodes and just ask him, <laughs> you know, what would, what would it cost to get a policy on this? And then we'll cover it in our most boring episode ever. <laughs> we go from the theme song to the kitchen. Uh, Mark, has an ear infection. It's a damn shame. And I wrote a question here. Yes. That I think is, it's not been addressed since season one. And I think we finally have to bring this out. Okay. Mark. Yes. M-A-R-C or M-A-R-K? Brandon, why was I wondering the same thing in this episode? <laughs> really? Why Why was it? Have we synced up in our, <laughs> I guess so. in, our, in our wondering how names are spelled? I mean, I was writing Mark with a K, but the whole time I was, I, for some reason I was just thinking like, wait, or is it? Like I have no, but well, I mean, on on IMDb, like, I mean, I'm, it is K on IMDb. It's K wherever you look, but they have never expressly said it on the show. Uh, by that measure, I think you could also say it's spelled R A N D I with a heart over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And we don't, and we don't know that that Wilson's name doesn't have like like three N's at the end of it or Wilson. something. Yeah, but well, no, but the second two are silent. Oh, got it. Yeah. So Wilson. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, neighbor in the uh, in the tribes of Tora Bora, they uh, <laughs> prefer to add multiple uh, silent consonants at the end of a name. It's a totally normal thing. I guess this sounds kind of like Wilson, and now gradually back to me. <laughs> it sounds a lot like you. I'm leaning into my terrible impressions. Um, Mark has an ear infection uh, right when Brad comes home. Yes. Well, and also uh, uh, Jill is Jill is explaining to uh, well, Jill is saying you can't go trick or treating because of this. Oh yeah. And Mark yeah, right. complains like, "How am I going to get any candy?" And she says, "Oh well, Randy can tell Randy can tell everybody that he needs extra candy when he goes uh, trick or treating because his brother is sick." And Randy shakes his head and says, "No, Mom, I try that every year." And she <laughs> says, "Well, I'll give you a note." And Randy, in just another beautiful moment of JTT acting, just goes, "And won't I be cool?" <laughs> It's, you know, I don't know if it's your performance of it just now or if it was on the episode, but that was very Niles-esque. It, but that's really, I feel like Randy is kind of becoming the Niles of home improvement. He has these very kind of dry, witty retorts. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Without any of the uh, clownish buffoonery that, that uh, befalls Niles. Yet. Yet. I mean, he has a little buffoonery in this episode. Uh, but, but he handles it like if Niles was getting carted out of a party, he'd be like, unhand me, you brutes. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, well, I think there's room to be argued over uh, the 12 year old version of that with uh, Randy. But we'll get there in due time. Yes. Uh, Brad comes home. He does. Uh, in the midst of all of this, uh, having aged uh, 16 years. Br- Brad, or a, a bouncer from a roadhouse, comes in. This broad-shouldered, stocky dude. Uh, I don't want to criticize him, because I feel like I'm physically wearing something similar to what he's wearing in the episode. But the second I saw him, maybe it was the haircut. The I haircut just was immediately something. thought, oh, you're falling into a bad crowd, boy. <laughs> <laughs> There was just, uh, there was kind of an arrogance about him that I'm like, oh, no, I don't like what's going on with you. <laughs> hey, kid, I'm going to scare you straight. 
Um, are, is, should I be worried about you because you're dressed this way? Yeah, uh, you should. Now, oh, I shit, man. didn't get to tell you yet, but we're going to throw a party at your place tonight. My place is great for entertaining, <laughs> I will admit. <laughs> will, will uh, you have beer brand beer? <laughs> Beer's brand beer is on its way to your place right now. Oh, wow, that's great. You've got, you've got someone setting up for you. This is a pretty <laughs> highbrow thing, like caterers. <laughs> uh, but Brad isn't alone. No, Brad's not alone. He is with his friend, Jason. Jason, and that means we are going to go into our first character actor corner here on KCLY Spike TV 101.2 with Landon and the Douche. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jason is played by, uh, I think you pronounce it Gerard, G-A-R-R-A-D. Gerard, that's a funny name. Gerard Paul. Uh, do you recognize this this fella? I don't recognize him, but... If you thought it was Jim Carrey, you're right, but you're wrong. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait what does that mean? I, I mean, he was just aping Jim Carrey this whole episode. He did it really well, I, but uh, you could tell it was just like, oh, Jim Carrey fever is happening right now. His, his um, performance... Was look, I I love I loved Jason. I thought Jason was <laughs> hilarious. His and I loved his performance. It was so kind of unlike, like we just haven't had a character quite like that on yeah. the show yet. And I thought I found it very enjoyable, very funny. I loved his delivery. I stand basically. I stand Jason. He's really uh, he's like <laughs> really just funny and uh, yeah. I don't know. I I liked him. I I kind of want to take him to prom. I don't know. Is that weird? Is that wrong? Well, speaking of uh uh. Uh, what, who did I just say? Jim Carrey. Yeah. Good lord, I'm having brain stuff. Um, you can say farts, Landon. <laughs> We've got the. I couldn't even tag. think of the word farts. Oh, uh, Landon! Oh, what a shame to not be able to think of the word farts. God, he, what would that be like? He was in Liar Liar and Yes Man. Oh, uh, that's a big gulf in a career, though. That's a large. Well, he's, he's done more. Okay. Uh, he was also with Tim Allen in The Shaggy Dog. Oh, Jesus. Um, I might know him personally. <laughs> I, from a party. You might know him best. I know him from uh, Seinfeld as uh, Kramer's assistant. Kramerica! <laughs> oh, shit. I think that is how I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like that. He, he's like, he tries to quit, or like Kramer tries to fire him and then shuts the door <laughs> and then opens the door and is like, oh, you are a tenacious little monkey. You're rehired. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was on Family Matters. Um, uh, I'm trying to 40 days and 40 nights, which is a movie we do not talk about. Oh yes. So I we all hate that movie oh, so much. You're in good company with Stuart Wellington <laughs> from the flop house. <laughs> oh, flower petals. We, no. he has 41 credits, Jesus. acting credits. Uh, he is also a writer, producer, director. Good for him. Was he on ER? No. You didn't have it ready. <laughs> Landed, we, I, did, I, we play I one scrolled game. away and then it was gonna take too long to scroll through. Me it all who again. fucks up the Patreon info uh, every he time. I shouldn't criticize. Was not on ER. Oh, that's good. I finally got it right. He just didn't have ER vibes. No, you know? he didn't. You can tell sometimes. Except I can really never tell because I'm so frequently <laughs> wrong about this. Unless there is some sort of offshoot episode of ER where it's like maybe it's like a Halloween episode where some goofy character comes in. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wild if there was a character actor on Home Improvement who has only been in Halloween episodes of other shows? <laughs> like he's just he's been he's been <laughs> Uh, typecast as a guest at yes, Halloween parties. That would be amazing. Uh, good news is this isn't our last appearance of Jason. So oh, thank God. buckle up, buddy. I won't buckle up because Jason wouldn't think it was cool, and I have a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are stepping out of character act corner back into the episode, and uh, 
Give us uh, some more information about Jason. What's he What's he all about? Well, he comes in and he, just like from the get, I don't know, there's all these other kids who have met. This is the first of the kids' friends who have met the Taylors where there's not like this level of kind of weirdness or shyness or awkwardness. Like usually it's like, oh, hello, Mr. Taylor. Oh, hi. Uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of politeness. <laughs> yeah, but Jason just comes right in and is like, oh, Mr. Taylor, you're the host of Tool Time. Uh, yeah, I, I watch your show all the time. And Tim kind of looks at him suspiciously and says, uh-huh. Yeah, I hear kids your age don't watch my show at all. And Brad's, and not Brad, and uh, Jason says to him, but no, I love your show because it's not just about tools. It's a metaphor for how we live in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> which is just like i i just want to apply that like can that be the new description of our show it's not about home improvement it's a metaphor for how we live in the 90s yes yeah okay, i think I, it kind of is okay because it really yeah commentary of how we used to live in the 90s yeah true true um but yeah yeah so but he in you know he talks to yes you know, so he just ingratiates himself to tim immediately yeah and then uh and then is talking to uh and you know it's explaining him and Brad are explaining to Tim and Jill, like, oh, we're just going to hang out at Jason's house tonight. Yeah, and Jill takes the opportunity to say, well, hey, could you uh, stay here and watch Mark instead? Uh, he's got an earache. You can't go out trick-or-treating. And, oh, and I should point out, because uh, at this point, Tim has come in, at, you know, he's returned home and explained to Jill, oh, you know, change of plans. We're, we're actually going to go to the Cable Awards before going to <clears throat> Eddie's party. And Jill says, we can't do that because our babysitter fell through. There's no one to look after Mark, which right. is how we get <clears throat> to this point. I ha- and also, I have a thing that I want to say. I, I'll just put it out here, okay. and, and it'll come back. So, Tim has been operating on the assumption that he won't go to the award show. Okay. Jill has been operating on this assumption as well, because Tim comes home and says, change of plans, we are going to the award show. Okay, yes. When we see the award show in the next scene, Tim is wearing a tuxedo, Jill is wearing a nice dress with her hair done. So (laughs) Tim has basically come home and said, hey honey, change of plans, we're going to a super fancy dress up event. So I guess spend an hour and a half doing makeup and picking out a dress and everything and shaving your legs and all that. (laughs) While putting your Halloween costume in a bag so that we can change in the bathroom there. While also tending to our sick child. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's not, yeah. I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt here that, you know, through editing, we don't know what time of day this was. Maybe, yeah. you know, it was Saturday morning and they weren't going to the evening. And and I'll also give it a pass because this is a good episode and I like everything <laughs> else going on. I You know, it's easier to pick these things out when nothing yeah. else is working. But right, right. Everything works. It's fine. It's funny. Um. But Brad and Jason decide they're going to watch Mark. Uh, it's actually Jason's idea. Ooh, yes. that's surprising. Uh, why? I don't know. We don't know him yet. We Well, I mean, he's a teenager who is also a year <laughs> older than, than Brad, I should point out. Uh, and uh, Jill immediately is, like, picking up on Jason's smoothness. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> as soon as he compliments her, she's like, well, I bet you could run for office. <laughs> and But Tim has immediately fallen yeah. for his smoothness. And Tim likes this idea. Yes. And uh, as Brad and Jason move over to the couch, uh, it is the first instance of many in this episode where we see a boom mic. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, I mean, like, it's kind of more forgivable in the in the award show scene. Yeah, because there's a lot of camera stuff. On yeah, the, right. Uh, but, I mean, do we want to cover what Tim says, though, about sure. Jason running for office? Go ahead. I mean, was that going to—I didn't want to steal your You know me. I don't write quotes down. Tim just, you know, <laughs> she says you could run for office, and Tim and like, and she's saying this in a in a kind of put down way, and Tim sees it as a good thing. He's like, you know what, we need a tool man in the White House, and and Landon <laughs> and I just both kind of sucked air in through our teeth and looked at each other. My my note there is just eek. It's <laughs> <laughs> very appropriate. Yes. Uh, then we get a uh, coaxial cable uh, sparking 
Well, I mean, I'm sorry. We don't. Oh, we don't? We're yet. not going to the transition yet? No, because there's a calendar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there was a calendar. There was a calendar, but you you used restraint. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, no, but uh, uh, Jason, who they have now dubbed Senator Jason, uh, <laughs> sits down on the couch with Brad. Tim and Jill exit the room, and Brad is like, oh, man, why, come on, why'd you volunteer for us to hang out and, and babysit oh, Mark? Okay. This is where and Jason explains, well, your parents are going to be gone. We can throw a huge party at your house. We can invite all these people over, you know, all these girls. And uh, and Brad is a little nervous, but Senator Jason uh, <laughs> Senator Jason sells him on it. He he uh, he reaches across the aisle and uh, and uh, gets enough votes to pass the Throw a Huge Party Act of 1995. Uh, I'm glad that you call him Senator Jason as well, because that's what I refer to him as in the rest of my notes. That's that's good. That's good. We're both we're both going with that then. Uh, then we get a coaxial cable sparking uh, to the award show where uh, immediately Cooking with Irma wins Best Sound. Yes. And, you know, I think I want to go into a tiny character actor corner with uh, <laughs> with Angela Patton. We've had her on the show before. We've gone into her character actor, but it was before our metagame, Was She on ER? Um, folks will remember... Yes. She uh, is probably best known for uh, Groundhog Day mm-hmm. as the uh, B&B yeah. owner. Yeah, um, She has been working for forever. She has 93 credits. Oh, Jesus. Lasting from 2014 all the way back to 1971. Uh, her first <laughs> credit was Dirty Harry. Oh. As homicide detective. Wow. All right. Hey, you know what? But that's that's good. Women homicide detectives. Yeah. Am I right? And her last uh, credit that you may have heard of is Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I see you're trying to lead me in a certain direction. I'm just, no, I'm just giving you the breadth of her career mm-hmm. so that you can... Uh, uh, and you can ask me questions, too. I'm just trying to give you some clues to help, uh, help you have context. Okay, here's a question. Yeah. Was she on ER? You, uh, mm. oh, you almost tricked me, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, was yeah. she on ER? Yes. She was on ER. Yeah. Yeah, totally good. <laughs> Did it of my own intuition. All right. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I would have guessed yes, even if even if I hadn't asked that locating question. I figure you only brought it up because it was an opportunity for me to get one more in the W column. Oh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't trying to pad that out for you, but... Oh, well. You I, got that on your own uh, two, two legs, two no. feet. Yeah, you had a little bit of a... You, you, you were like a You were like a cane there, there to help me. Sherpa. Yes. I showed you the way. You carried me up Everest and back down again. And back to the episode... Cooking with Irma wins best sound. Yes. George R. R. Martin is sitting in the background. We both at the same like we see this this <laughs> wide shot of a of a uh, corpulent man in glasses and a black hat and a tuxedo with off a the big center. white beard and glasses. <laughs> yeah. And and, we, and I and I say is that George? And Landon just goes yes. I, I just wrote the same thing. I didn't uh, even have to finish his name. His name though is Norm. Oh, you're right. Because uh, we find out in a little bit, uh, it's Knitting with Norm. Yeah. Uh, that's his show. And it he is Norm. He is the only male at the table. So yeah. By deduction. Yeah, you, you, you would think that would be him. Yeah. Maybe the reason that Tool Time hasn't won is because it isn't called Tools with Tim. <laughs> Although, you know, it's always got to be... Tool Tim! No, there, actually, that's... That would make a lot more sense. Well, what is time if not Tim with an E? So... And what's a tool if not time minus the e and having tim and then take that off as well so that it's just don't do word math tool tim acts like a tool in many cases (laughs) and in fact 
Segway is acting like a tool at the table because he is just so butthurt that Irma is winning uh-huh. the thing that he was already expecting to happen that he is saying let's just let's just leave I just want to get up and go like Jill and uh, Jill and Eileen and Heidi are all talking about how great uh, Irma's show is and how much they like it and Tim is like saying like excuse me excuse me you why don't you go sit at the Irma fan table yeah it was the one point in the episode that kind of rubbed me the wrong way but yeah whatever that, that he's just being such a baby about this and can't handle the most basic yeah. disappointment of of losing because I mean the thing that bothered me a little bit about it was that they weren't talking about her winning the award they were actually bonding over the shows of irma's that they enjoyed i get it maybe not the right time for it but you know when when is eileen and heidi and jill ever at the same table but yeah at special occasions let women establish friendships (laughs) that's That's, all i'm saying that's that's all i've ever said uh also i want to point out al is wearing a flannel suit it blended in really close to all the other tuxedos there, but uh, there was one shot of his back where you were able to see the green plaid, and I'm like, that's a that's brilliant. Of all the, like, Al has some pretty big wardrobe moments. In fact, there's a lot of big wardrobe moments in this episode, <laughs> and I just, I didn't notice that. Good for the costume people for that little understated Easter egg of a joke. I'm going to, I think I'm going to reach out to him on Twitter and yeah. s- ask if he still owns the <laughs> the, the plaid uh, tuxedo. We will buy another cameo video from you if you wear that suit. <laughs> And Hattie, yeah, oh, simultaneously. That now that is a power combo. <laughs> you could get into any club in LA with that. Uh, or I the do Met feel Gala. like it is like one step away from Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's like it's white Pharrell, basically. <laughs> that that's it. There's nothing. There's there's that is the white version of it. Is a is a dorky cowboy hat <laughs> that you could eat nachos out of. You may have thought that I wasn't going to talk about that, but I'm still thinking yeah, about you've that. You've already sold me on it, though. So. Now, now, can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior throwing the pizza crust on the floor at a casual <laughs> Christ, pizza restaurant? Not in this episode. Um, Irma wins again mm-hmm. for Irma goes to the fruit stand. Yes, for I was assuming it was a special or I don't know. I remember what the award was. Yeah, it was like that. it was like best costumes or something like that. I don't yeah. even. Or maybe I get mixed up with costumes because of what gets what gets done. What's next. everyone? What everyone is wearing? I can speak now. Something strange happens here. Yes. We don't get a transition. In fact, even though it's another scene, there's no pause for time at all. This is a kind of a new editing technique that uh, we haven't seen yet. Of just cutting between things? Well, I mean, not new in terms of the history of editing, but yeah. for this show, yeah. whenever you're cutting between big you know, scene arcs, yeah, different sets. Yeah. You get a transition, and sometimes you get transitions even when you're cutting between yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, sometimes you get transitions whether you want them or not. Yeah. yeah, there were a number of instances, and this is the first in this episode where it just kind of parallel edits between what's happening at the award show and what's happening at home. And I would venture that the reason that they didn't do tra- like I, I feel like. There's a lot of episodes where I've been like, I wish that they had two things going on at once and were parallel editing between yeah. them, like a, a really standard A and B plot. And I think that Home Improvement kind of backs itself into a corner sometimes because when they cut between two different locations, there's kind of this expectation that there's a big transition. Yeah. That And maybe it's like, it's either expensive to do the transitions or it just eats up a lot of time or it's distracting to do a transition. So it's like hard to cut back and forth for com- comedic effect yeah, the way right. they do here. Because this is very important that we see that they're happening simultaneously. Yeah, because yeah. stuff in each scene is playing off the the, the other yeah. one because right. it's really well written. Um, 
but uh, well, before before we leave though, before before we cut away, okay. Tim is Tim is saying to the other people at the table, "Look, let's just let's get out of here. She's gonna win everything. Uh, let, let's let's leave. You know, everybody like start sneaking out, change into your costumes in the bathroom, then we'll all go to Eddie's party. So he has uh, Eileen and Al get up first and go to uh, go to the bathroom, and yeah. then we cut back to the house. Yeah, we cut back home. Uh, Senator Jason is uh, setting things up. He's getting mm-hmm. all the colas out of the the colas colas yeah out of the fridge, uh, setting him down and uh he's given brad a little bit of advice about um you know you're just a freshman mm-hmm. uh but at the end of this semester you'll be a freshman who threw a cool party yes because <laughs> jason i don't think we establish is a year older than yeah him. yeah yeah he is a he's a sophomore who looks like a sophomore in college <laughs> which is part of why he's so cool yeah i do think it is one year later that he plays kramer's assistant so oh man that was a really big year for uh, for senator jason <laughs> Um, his meteoric rise yes uh but uh, and also during this uh brad has been combing his hair for an hour looking in a mirror no looking at his reflection in the doorway yes <laughs> not smart but we love him uh then mark comes down uh, with his earache mm-hmm. and uh he, he says i think i've got pus <laughs> uh which fits in well with this kind of uh motif that they have uh as soon as the party guests arrive of naming bands yes <laughs> That is, uh, I feel like a very 90s thing. Yeah. Because this is like the advent of the radio, you know, college radio uh, independent band, garage band scene. So everyone had these weird, uh, crazy names. Yeah. There were bands named Garbage, uh, for instance. (laughs) It's a little, little post. Oh, 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 forgive me. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking to like. Garbage isn't no mango lizards. (laughs) No. Or uh, my brother's, uh, my little brother's pus. Yes, uh, not real bands. Or perhaps they are real bands, but they only do copyright free music, which is why we don't know them. <laughs> or they, or or perhaps they are real bands, and they're just so so obscure and independent that you've probably never heard of them. <laughs> uh, but so uh, anyway, the the door. There's a knock at the door. Jason throws it open, and like. Like the, the school comes in, they're invaded. It's it's like it's like the Marines just like sweep in, except they're all teenagers ready to party. I have yeah. never thrown a party where thirty five people show up at the same time and then party. Yeah, like like it's a verb. Like it's nineteen ninety nine. Like they they come in. You got the new Mango Lizard CD? Yeah, put it in immediately. Dancing. I mean, like the the space is just filled with party immediately. Yes. It was impressive. It's like they start. It's like they were partying. They started partying on the way there, and so they were. They I think that up. they were party edging on the way there, just like kind of bouncing up in the car, just going, "Okay, got a party, man. We're gonna get to the party." They, they, they all they all sat out in the car and they like they played the music. Like it's like that scene in Gone in sixty seconds where he where Nicolas Cage plays the first like thirty seconds of Lowriders and then cuts it off so they're all ready to go steal cars. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, right as the party gets started, the phone rings. Yes, and Brad's like, "Shh, quiet, guys. It's my parents," <laughs> and which. That, looks, was, that was my impression of Brad. It lo- it was good. It was great. It's like Thank Brad's you. right here in the room. As someone who does bad impressions, <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Um, but he he uh, you know he, he it looks like a dorky move, but honestly, like yeah, you gotta employ precautions. Like don't don't rag on him for that. <laughs> but he goes over and he uh, picks up the phone. Everyone goes is quiet. and He picks up the phone. And he's like, oh hey, oh yeah, yeah, no, everything's good. No, we're just looking after Mark. And then this girl starts giggling. Says, oh Jason, quit tickling me. <laughs> And he says, oh, no, 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 Mom, that, that was me. Jason was just tickling me. 
<laughs> weird weird <laughs> but he tells them everything's good everything's yep. fine and there's nothing to worry about uh does jill believe this no she does not well but he but he hangs up the phone and there's or is, yeah, hangs with the phone, and uh, there's this you know cute girl sitting on the counter watching him have this call. Oh yeah, yeah. And she says she says something to him like, "Oh, is it you know? Are, are your parents coming home early?" And he says, "Oh no, no, no. They just wanted me to check on my brother's pus." And she says something like, "Oh, I love that band," <laughs> because they've already said mango lizards. Yeah, right. Um, you know what? Let's go into uh, so there's another kid at this party, uh, another boy who is I call him smoking boy. Uh, is smoking because he is always trying to uh, bum a cigarette off of somebody or light mm. a cigarette. His name is credited as Preston, but in my heart, he'll always be cigarette Sm- boy, cigarette smoking boy. Uh, let's go through just a lightning round of character actors because there's a bunch okay. here yeah. and there's one or two that I really want to draw attention to. So, yes. starting with smoking smoking boy, his name is Adam Consolo or Consalo. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, hasn't really done too much. Started in Chips in 1982 as Trick or Treat Victim. Whoa. Well, again, typecast as <laughs> Halloween people. Um, then he didn't do anything until 1991 uh, when he was in The New Lassie mm. and Home Improvement, Saved by the Bell, The New Class. Mm. Um, and his last credit was in 2003 on Las Vegas. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Not on ER, though. He was actually. In the cable guy with Jim Carrey, just like Gerard. Oh, these these dudes are all friends. <laughs> They're all friends with Jim Carrey. Interesting, interesting. They're he friends was not on ER. Okay, good, good. So good. you won that one. Okay, nice. lightning round. Next one, we're going to Leah Marino, who plays uh, Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the girl that Brad is making out with. Yeah. Uh, okay. She has 26 credits. The Good most for recent one was on The Loud House, a TV show in 2018. I don't know what that is. And her first one was Home Improvement in this oh, episode. Wow. What a debut. Making <laughs> out with Brad. She was also on the Weird Science TV series, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, mm. uh, Step by Step. And uh, Dag, which I have to imagine is... Is Jag? <laughs> <laughs> is it the Dagwood TV show? I thought it, I was going to go with a scary movie Jag ripoff. Mm. Um, she was on both CSI Miami and CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Ooh. So that's usually a Double shot. Uh, indication of whether or not they were ER on ER. Was I'm, she on ER? Yes. She was not on ER. So not an indication in this case. <laughs> but she did play Britney in the short-lived clueless tv series oh okay well that's very interesting (laughs) i guess i mean um do we want to do gregory white he is the uh um the award show host let's do him fuck it fuck it man fuck it we'll do it live (laughs) we are doing it live uh oh my god this guy has done a lot oh my god 65 credits which doesn't sound uh (laughs) it doesn't sound like a lot but uh, when you have credits like The West Wing, oh, L.A. Confidential, oh, <laughs> you got so excited. Yeah, that's a good movie. He was on Jag. Okay, Dallas. Okay. Uh, All the heavy hitters of like TV drama here. <laughs> Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, heavy hitting drama. Family Matters, Golden Girls, Matlock. Is there? Can I get a Cheers? No cheers. There were so many episodes of it. How no is Frazier. no one on here? Uh, but if you want to know if he was on Diagnosis Murder. I, I, my diagnosis is he yes. He was. Was he diagnosing people on ER? My <laughs> vote is no. He. Wait, no, my vote is yes. 
was not on ER. Shit. Shit. He was on all these other dramas. It seemed like it made sense. There's no rhyme <laughs> or did. reason. It did. You know, uh, call, get me... Can you just, Lane, can you just get me on the phone with every casting director from, like, the 90s <laughs> and just help me understand why why there's so little overlap here? Uh, lastly, we have Marla uh, Sokoloff, and I saved her for last because she was a pivotal linchpin in my adolescence. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Did, did you make out with her? <laughs> uh, I probably wanted to when I, you know, I was at her age when, uh, when this stuff was on, so. Therefore, it was all okay. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to now. Um, she was in Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. Step by Step, mm-hmm. Full House, uh, in eight episodes of Full House. So she had a recurring role there where I definitely would have known her from. Uh, Home Improvement here. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun, Party of Five, Dude, Where's My Car? All within a six-year period there. So that, see, 95 to, 90, uh, to 2001 was like... Six years? Six years. So 13 to 19. Wow. That's like my impressionable year. So you can imagine uh, uh, the impression she made on me. Seeing her all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The question is, was she on ER? Yes. She was not on ER, but she has come back to Fuller House playing the same character. Also in another eight episodes. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm glad that her career is going well. I'm sorry it was not going well enough to get her place on ER, one of those storied dramas of the 90s. (laughs) Let's get back to this episode. Yes. So, uh, all these people show up, they are partying hardy. Oh, yeah, okay, no, but that's already happened. We're back at the awards show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill returns to the table where Tim is sitting alone, and she is suspicious. And she says, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, you know, it sounds like Brad's okay, but there was a lot of noise, and Jason was tickling Brad. Maybe we should go home. And Tim goes, if Jason's tickling Brad, I don't want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Which echoes a line that Randy lives, uh, delivers in a little bit here. Yes. Um... And this is where we start to get some pretty rapid editing. So yeah. we cut from that back to home. Well, the, the the camera the camera comes over like one of the cameramen comes over to Tim and he's like telling oh, yeah, Jill yeah. like yeah he, I'm sure he's fine he's fine and then the camera like he's you know well Jill is saying I don't trust this Jason guy and Tim saying no Jason's great not for Jason Brad wouldn't be watching the cable awards tonight camera comes over and is on Tim and he waves and goes hi hey Brad yes. hope you're having a good time cut to the Taylor home on TV Tim yeah. is waving at Brad who is right next to the TV making out hardcore that's a spicy spicy meatball <laughs> like this is like a big moment in Brad's life oh I guess he was dating Jenny Sadarsky for a couple years but like think how far he's come I mean I remember the episode when they were debating if they were going to kiss or not yeah and so to go from that to this We've seen Brad grow up quite a bit. I feel kind of like, you know what, Landon? Mm-hmm. I feel like we know what it's like to be dads now. <laughs> like, I'm. this is it. Like, this is wh- exactly what fatherhood is. We just need one more co-host and then we'll have three men and a baby. Oh my God. Three men and a podcast. <laughs> Can the third host be Ted Danson? Both for accuracy reasons and because I just usually want Ted Danson to be the third person. Uh, yes, only if I can be replaced by Steve Gutenberg. Oh, all right, all right. Um, and then wait, does that make me Bob Saget? <laughs> no, but that's the trio I would like to see. Yeah, I mean, you get I, to be Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. This is this again. This is my vibe. I always mix up which actor is in which movie. <laughs> uh, we go to the award show where we get what I think would have been an amazing title. For this episode. Yes. Um, but it's a title of a Cooking with Irma special called yeah. Home for the Hollandaise, <laughs> which wins yet another award. Um, but then they go to Best Show, or mm-hmm. well, I don't know the actual award for it, but it was essentially yeah. Best Picture of yeah. the 
cable access shows. Yeah. And uh, Tool Time wins. Yes, not Green Book. Hooray. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, like, when, when like, Tim and Jill uh, have already gotten up and they're walking out, they're, like, out in the lobby. When, yeah. And the winner is, because it's like, they're, pl- they're going for best show and Tim is like, ah, fuck it, let's leave. Yeah. But it's like, you're here, you've been here this long, why don't you just wait, like, two more seconds? Yeah, but right. Whatever. They're in the lobby it's tool time. Oh my God, we won, we won, we won. And Tim is yelling, you know, Al, Al, get out of here. We just won. And Al comes running out of the bathroom dressed head to toe in a mouse costume <laughs> because he was getting ready for the Halloween party. And to credit her as well, uh, uh, yeah. Eileen comes out in a big block of cheese costume. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's it's a solid couple's costume. Yeah. Uh, Except for the practicality of the cheese costume because she can't move her arms and can't put anything into her mouth. So going to a party would be very cumbersome. Let, let alone fitting through the front door. I mean, it's a wedge. <laughs> Um, but he really, but so it's like, Al, we won, we won. Al comes running out of the bathroom, totally elated. And he says, well, it's about time someone took us seriously. <laughs> and thus begins a really, really great, uh, um, bit about Al and Tim go on stage to accept the awards. Uh, which does that mean they're producers as well? Maybe I, EPs or who knows? Yes, I don't know. Don't I mean, producers usually take the awards for best show. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like in a televised awards ceremony, it's like the, I, I don't know. Like okay. Tim, Tim is probably the producer of the show, because also like the the people who uh, the people from Binford deal directly with Tim. Yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. And the crew. Uh, Tim has mentioned that the crew is apparently there. They're just all at the bar getting drunk the entire time, <laughs> right. which I also respect. Um, but yes, yeah, so they they run up on stage. Tim in a tuxedo and Al dressed as a mouse. And what I love most is that Al doesn't seem to be embarrassed by this at all. He's just so excited to have won. And I was I was wondering if they were going to go in a direction that he just is so elated that he's forgotten the costume. But no, I, I think they took it in the better direction, which is he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's just there because he finally won something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of amazing. But yeah, t- you know, Tim is giving this speech. You know, he's st- struggling to find something to say about Tool Time. He says, well, Tool Time, you know, it's just... So just a metaphor for how we live in the 90s. <laughs> and Meanwhile, the the wards themselves yeah. actually look suspiciously like Oscars. They, they really do. <laughs> they look a lot like it. Um, and then, you know, Tim is thanking people. Uh, he thanks Jill with some help from, like, Jill reminds him. <laughs> with some help from Jill. <laughs> but then what I like, though, is then he, he then last of all, he thanks Al and he says, I want to thank my co-host Al, whose professionalism, class, and dignity have been an inspiration to all of us. <laughs> And this is both hilarious because Al is dressed as a mouse. Yeah. But also it's sweet that Tim is like, there's no yes. sarcasm to this. He's actually actively recognizing his co-host. Yeah, absolutely. See, there's a way to be funny and sweet at the same time. Agreed, time. agreed. You've, you've, or home improvement. Meanwhile, at home, the party is going apeshit crazy. Girls dancing on tables. It's like we're at a go-go dance club. I mean, what else can you do when bloated jellyfish is blaring off the... the... <laughs> Loudspeakers. Those jellyfish need to stop eating so much bread, then they wouldn't be bloated. <laughs> bread and sparkling water. It's a bad combination. Ooh, don't, no more LaCroix. <laughs> Swimming in an ocean full of LaCroix. Uh, Randy comes home. He's dressed oh, as a werewolf. I want to say one thing. Okay. Uh, when we're seeing everyone dancing, uh, you know, Brad is dancing with his lady. Brad's lady is dancing, and Brad is just air guitaring. <laughs> Taken over, uh, taken after Tim. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. That's going to be my, well, we know that Tim has dance moves from It's My Party. Yeah. Like, he's just. But we've seen him air guitar back from uh, Stereotypical. True. And we've also seen Brad and Randy air guitaring on the yes, couch. Yes, we have. Using their own legs as guitars. 
I don't know. I just, I just really like that is that is king shit for the girl to be dancing and you to just be like air guitaring with her. Okay, but then but Randy then comes back. Randy comes home and werewolves what, of Hamtramck. What would he be riding on but the JTT Junction trolley? Toot, toot. And here we go into JTT Junction, our season five segment dedicated to JTT, everybody's favorite teen idol. Yes. We are reading from Totally JTT excerpts from his unauthorized, definitely unauthorized, (laughs) biography by Michael and Johns. We're in chapter two. Last week, if you remember, JTT had gotten into soccer. Yes. And moved to a suburban neighborhood outside of Sacramento with lots of basketball hoops. (laughs) That's very true. Uh, Median home values were assessed at... Approximately 104000 in that year. <laughs> what are the tax properties there, or property taxes there? Well, before we talk about the property taxes, we have to talk about the tax assessor in Sacramento County. Now, that was an elected position up until 1974, but to really understand JTT, we need to go into how it was appointed by the county commissioner following the uh, legislative changes in 1980. Oh, my God. Here we go. Chapter 2, Part 2. In Sacramento, nice. Jonathan took up another pursuit that brought him a lot of... That brought him a lot of pleasure. Oh, God, okay. (laughs) That brought him a lot of pleasure. Yes. Fishing. Fishing! (laughs) He used to go on weekends with his brother and dad to the... (laughs) There was a page turn. (laughs) Turn page now. (laughs) To the nearby lakes that ringed the city. He learned to love the peaceful solitude of sitting on a boat out on the lake and then feeling the excitement of a tug on the line. Now, we did see... Randy fishing in a recent episode. We did. So, season one premiere, uh, episode one premiere. Yeah. So uh, continue. I'm sorry. Fishing became his favorite thing to do on vacation. And over the next several years, he was lucky enough to fish in such such exotic places as Mexico. That's exotic. You've been there. It's a whole other country. Hawaii. I've been there as well. So have you. you. I have been there. Uh, and what fun we had. And off the coast of Alaska. Those are three exotic places, although admittedly all on the same continent. (laughs) Uh, Now, this is a direct quote from him. Oh. That's where I caught the greatest salmon in halibut, he remembers. I thought for a second it was going to, I thought that it was going to be, that's where I caught the greatest salmon in the world. So when I heard the greatest salmon, like, I thought it was salmon in, not salmon and. Oh. So when I heard. That could have been my pronunciation. The greatest salmon in halibut. It's like a salmon inside a halibut. It's like a turducken. (laughs) Of seafood. <laughs> I think I've told you, there's a uh, Mexican restaurant around here. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to it. Yeah. But they advertise the pregnant burrito. And I've hypothesized with every person I walk by to ask them, what do you think that is? My theory is that it's a tinier burrito inside of the bigger burrito. <laughs> uh, you know, I, th- I think that it's really crass to joke about that because I believe that burritos begin at conception. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, as someone who, who vociferously eats vociferous i don't know if that's the right word voraciously so, voraciously thank you some frazier has <laughs> entered the building Fra- frazier has changed uh, persons um <laughs> as someone who voraciously eats burritos i think it's unfair to eat a burrito until it's fully grown even if it's inside of another burrito he was so interested in sport <laughs> that he uh even began subscribing to publications devoted to it that's not they treat it like that's a crazy thing to do but okay direct quote I've been reading fishing magazines since I was five. Whoa. He recently noted. That's no exaggeration. Jonathan started reading at four. Holy shit. 
He, you know, he's a smart guy. He was a smart kid. Yeah, a smart boy. Uh, I'm. We're getting along in the tooth in this episode. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it there. Yeah. Next week, we're gonna get into uh, him going into school. Ooh, I, so, I bet that'll really heat up when he gets to school. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a good. Uh, next week's gonna be a longer JTT junction. So okay. we're gonna keep this one short. All right, that's good. Leave him wanting more. You know. <laughs> you know you can't. You get. You gotta uh, leave a little extra line on the. When you're fishing, yeah, you can't reel them in too fast. Then it'll be a sinker that hooks the fish. Sturgeon. <laughs> so we got a toot toot. 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 Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Wait, All right, let's get a jump back on the jolly trolley out of this terrible thing. Uh, so Randy comes home. Yeah, he's got a sack full of candy. Yep, and uh, he walks in, and he has just this wonderful reaction where he like. Walks up to, like, he's looking around at everything. Like, someone asks him, hey, have you got any butts? Yeah. And, c- cigarette smoking kid. Yeah, and he, and he goes, like, I've only got one, and you better not light it on fire. <laughs> a lot of weird gay jokes in this episode. A little bit. Well, I mean, I don't think that's a gay thing. I think it's a not wanting your ass to be set on fire thing. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not going to take the responsibility for assuming it's gay because it was in the 90s, and most of that stuff was... Sure, sure. Okay. Um... But so he goes, so he walks around, he's looking at everybody in real confusion, and he sidles <laughs> up behind Brad. Yeah. Just like, pokes him, pokes him, pokes him, and just like looks around and goes, what's going on here? <laughs> like, just, just... In in mask. In, in mask. He's, the, the scenery that he's chewing, like, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas chewing scenery is brilliant. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's got so much charisma, I love yeah. seeing him do it. Uh, and then Jason is like, oh, sweet candy. And like he and another big kid like open the pillowcase full of candy and start yep. yanking out the candy. Randy starts protesting about the theft of his candy. Yeah. And uh, he, um, I can't think of anything that rhymes with Randy or candy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's, he tries to get Brad to help him out. Brad refuses. Yeah. And instead, uh, Jason and another big kid pick him up and carry him out the door. <laughs> and JTT just gives us nice delivery of just, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's really it's really yeah. great it's it's oh man some just saw, jtt doesn't have a huge role in this episode no. but every moment is brilliant. he really makes him work yeah. uh and at that moment brad turns around uh, to look outside and he goes oh i see a neighbor that has a pumpkin on his head yep <laughs> staring over the fence and waving at him uh real horror movie moment yeah it does it's very jack skellington looking uh he goes outside and of course it's wilson uh and Brad, as he slowly makes his way to Wilson, passes by a making-out couple. There's a making-out couple leaned up against the fence. And right before Brad gives his first word to Wilson, Randy just flies WWF style. Like, this kid performs his own stunt. Yes. And just takes a flying dive onto the grassy area. Yeah, like, he is, like, like there is this part of the house that is blocking our sight line. By the, um gazebo yeah and randy is just like he's just chucked like th- like two <laughs> stagehands yes threw this kid out it's it's ama- like it's a shame that this isn't on hulu because <laughs> all of you are living worse lives if you can't see this stuff. seriously it is so uh, fury road style <laughs> yeah um but then brad uh, turns his attention to wilson uh and starts to kind of trepidatiously go hey neighbor you're not gonna tell mom and dad about this are you <laughs> Um, yeah, and so he and, he and, you know, it also, Wilson has this pumpkin mask over his face, 
which makes this entire scene just hilarious. <laughs> just because, like, you can't see his mouth moving, you can't see his eyes. We don't know for a fact that Earl yeah. Hindman is even in there. Yeah, except the fact that he's, well, has his voice. Yeah, no way they could fake that. <laughs> My brain was going on a different track than what you were talking about. Yeah. That's what happened there. Cool. Beans. So, uh, but he talks to him and basically, basically asks him not to, not to tell his parents what are going on. And, uh, Wilson quotes somebody to like make yeah. the point for, oh, maybe that would be the best. Like he's something like, oh, is it, you know, is it better to see something about neighbors and, and uh, Brad retorts with like, well, I think it was Mr. Rogers who said, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> and this seems to actually work on Wilson. Wink, wink. And if yeah. you don't, I don't want to talk about what's going to happen in the uh, Windsor River later. <laughs> I'm winking uh, voraciously at Truman as you, I'm you saying this. You I, I just realized that they can't see me winking. Yeah, no video feed. You guys are missing out big time. <laughs> um, but it's, but then all of Brad's begging for Wilson not to blow the lid on this yeah. is moot because the door opens and Tim and Jill walk in. Or shall I say, a knight in full armor with the mask down and a big green dragon <laughs> that looks a lot like the mascot for my middle school, which was a crocodile, walk in the door. <laughs> now, I want to pull up some IMDb. Okay. Because uh, there is a very interesting thing about Tim's costume that I want to mention. Uh, and then I think that there's another erroneous IMDb trivia here. Okay, I'm going to read... <laughs> Must be straightened out. The first one, which is about uh, the breast uh, the breastplate and gloves that Tim is wearing for this Halloween outfit are recycled props from Richard Gere's costume in First Night. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, which is kind of amazing. That's real Hollywood memorabilia right there. Yeah. He's uh, got Richard Gere sweat just like mixed up in it. <laughs> The other thing I want to mention uh, is this other one that says Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who played Simba in The Lion King uh, back in 94, mm -hmm. uh, when passing out candy in this episode, gave several candy bars to a kid dressed as Simba. Yeah, that didn't happen. That did not happen. That was not in this episode. Because he wasn't Liar. passing out candy. That's all I got to say to that. Did you did you just delete it off IMDb? <laughs> did you saw my uh, my big swooping motion? Yeah, yeah, that was that was like powerful. You like you like nuked it off the whole internet right now. Uh, I just hit the back button. Oh, okay. but forcefully so that the only real victim is my computer and my checkbook. This you just like take this take this erroneous <laughs> trivia away from me. I don't wish to see it anymore. Um, and so they come home in costume as a knight and a dragon. Yep. They are like, who are all these kids? What's going on here? I'm glad we came home early from the party. And then Randy comes in and they say, well, what's going on? Where's Brad? And Randy says, well, I don't want to get him in trouble, but go check over there by the beer cans and the cigarettes. <laughs> and I'm, it was interesting. So I, again, just like the beginning of this episode with Irma mm -hmm. uh, throwing me through a loop, this one kind of threw me through a loop as well because I saw the beer cans before Randy said beer cans. And mm -hmm. I was thinking... They weren't going to address that there was drinking at this party. Yeah. And that it was just going to kind of be hinted at. Yeah. Um, so it kind of it shocked me when Brand, uh, when Randy actually pointed it out. Yeah. like I, I feel like that at Brad's age would have gotten him in much more trouble than he gets in here. Yeah. I mean, I guess that it's an old like I think the argument being made is that it's an older crowd there. And he even says in a second, like, I wasn't drinking. It was just other people were. But yeah, no, when it was pan like at first, I because all I saw was colas when the party first starts. And I'm like, oh, they're going to do this lame thing where like all these unsupervised teens are drinking soda and <laughs> dancing, which is pretty, you know. Yeah. Unless they're doing it as a metaphor, like on regular show where they're all drinking sodas. But really, you know, they're drinking beer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like on How I Met Your Mother, where whenever they're smoking weed, it's actually just them eating a big sandwich. 
Uh, yes, but less funny. Yeah, the, the, the really one of the few good things from that show. Uh, so um, anyway, but like, no, but then we're panning through later and there's legit beer bottles yeah. and people smoking. And Beer's I'm like, beer. okay, yeah. getting, uh, getting, getting intense with it. Um, as intense as a couple of beers and a cigarette can be. Um, I do not understand this note I've written. In you, my... you look so concerned about I, it. I am kind of concerned I was, I was about worried it. That, yeah. Uh, so the next note I have just reads, Brad is Macintosh. <laughs> I did. I have a stroke. I did not know it. I were you looking at were you looking at like what your computer was when you were <laughs> typing it? Like I don't know. Were you making a reference to the film Blank Check in which the kid pretends to be working for an eccentric billionaire named Mr. McIntosh and his parents never once question that or want to meet the guy? Maybe. Um I, I'm wondering if it's an autocorrect. I don't Oh He's Macking. He's on, Macking. Because on. it is spelled M A C K I N T O. SH. He's he's Macintosh. So autocorrect on Daniel Tosh. So I'm blaming the Macintosh for correcting Macintosh in my notes. Your Macintosh is so self-centered it thinks everything's about it. It's true. Cuz my my notes you know, like my notes are perfect. It says that uh, Tim and Jill go over to Randy who is Dell. Oh fuck. <laughs> this this joke brought to you by our laptops, I guess. So maybe a little product placement action there. Yeah, uh, a little for both companies. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Give it a little back to the corporations. Am I right, <laughs> folks? Um, yeah. So Brad they, is macking. So when uh, when they come home, Brad doesn't quite catch on. When Randy says, "Look over in the corner," mm-hmm. Brad is macking really hard on this girl. Get macking extremely hard. And by macking, I mean he's making out. That girl has been hit by a Mack truck. And driven actually, by Brad. that's what I wrote. Making out turned into Macintosh. <laughs> so, so your computer is a total prude. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it must be like me. I don't know what this <laughs> macking out is. <laughs> Um, yes, so Brad is Macintosh on this girl mm-hmm. Hardcore Yeah, it's totally dense how hard he's Macintoshing <laughs> We're developing our own language every day on this show It's true uh, But, uh, so Tim and Jill um, Yeah, make make him aware of their presence And both he and the girl The, the girl is, seems to be not into it anymore Once the parents are there watching <laughs> As she sidles out of the room Like yeah. the grunt creep at the beginning of the episode <laughs> Yeah, it's foreshadowing <laughs> Uh, and the entire party clear, the party ends as quickly as it began. Yep. And we, uh, cut to a little later when the party's over and it's, uh, Tim and J- a, a, a headless Jill. Uh, no, I mean like no, no longer with the, with the dragon head on. What? No, no, she has his dragon. No, she takes it like in the oh, in this scene. scene. In this scene, she does. But yeah. we go through a whole exchange. Oh. that was really funny between oh, okay. Tim and Jill with the knight on and the the dragon head on. Yeah, I didn't write any. Yeah. They're, I didn't write any of the quotes uh, down, but they're yelling at Brad and yelling at everyone there yeah. for you know to get out of the party. And Tim's trying to have everyone take them seriously, and it, it's it's a really really well done. Um, sequence yeah like the, the, so much of the comedy in this episode comes from people playing things straight while dressed in ridiculous costumes which, which i think is, is the best thing you can do it's with very fraserish yeah no it, it really is it really is yeah um i dare say it might be high comedy maybe so <laughs> if someone was, was smoking weed at this party you would ever be, given I, I know once again i'm glad there's no uh, there, there's no video for this uh but but yeah so no they 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 give him a real uh, a real tongue lashing in front of the whole the whole crew and yeah. then actually yeah because we get a fire, fire coming transition. out of uh jill's dragon costume yeah. mouth transition yeah yeah and then uh yeah so then afterwards they're lecturing him once everyone's gone mm-hmm. you know he, 
saying like, you know, we gave you this responsibility and you abused our trust. There's all this alcohol here. He says, I'm not drinking it. But, and Tim says, yeah, but everyone else was, and this is our house. If anything happened to these kids, Puff and I would be responsible. (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, he, you know, they tell him he's going to be grounded for a month. And Tim says, and you can start by cleaning all this up. And he throws open the broom closet to get a broom and Jason and some girl fall out of there. (laughs) And... Excuse me. Uh, he's, you're you're allergic to people Macintoshing. <laughs> One too many beers, beers. And, uh, but so, he, you know, so Jason and the girl come out. He's like, oh, sorry, we were just looking for the vacuum cleaner in here. <laughs> and Tim pulls Jason aside and says, Jason, I want the truth. And I want it right now. Are you a Tool Time fan or aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which was a great way to use Tim's ego. Yes, exactly. Th- like, that's what it's about. Like, th- that he is so... Because this whole time, Joel's been saying, like, Tim has been, you know, Brad, when they've been talking to him, is saying, like, this was all Jason's idea. And Tim's saying, it couldn't be. He's a Tool Time fan. Tool Time <laughs> fans know the difference between right and wrong. Like, Tim is unwilling to implicate Jason at all. Yeah. And Jill is saying, no, he lied to you, Tim. He doesn't like the show. Also, with Jason in the closet there, that's going to make Brad's freshman year pretty awful, I think. To, to have Brad throw Jason under the bus while mm-hmm. Jason is basically dieharding inside the closet um wait what's dieharding inside oh wait just like hiding out like hoping yeah not to get and caught. all the broken glass with his bare oh feet right right yeah 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 he drops the girl off yeah of the, exactly yeah, in the yeah. helicopter and now the, i have a machine gun ho yeah ho, ho. and the chair to go through the the i negotiate million window. dollar deals before breakfast <laughs> hans booby etc exactly i read about them in times magazine it's yeah. christmas time yeah that's not a quote from the thing. It's just, <laughs> no, no, it's it, not. It is physically Christmas time right now. Yeah. Hey, if this is how you guys do Christmas, I gotta see you for New Year's. <laughs> we do we get anything else in that scene? Uh, they, I mean, he admits that he doesn't actually like the show. He and the girl leave, and then um, Brad gets grounded for a month. Yep. Uh, has to start by cleaning up the party. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then in the stinger, it's just Brad is out back cleaning, and yep. Tim and Jill watching him. And they're both kind of lim- yeah. Well, he's uh, he's eating breakfast, holding right. onto his award. Oh, right. Yes. And I, the only reason I, I bring forgot. this up is uh, he's wearing a sweatshirt of my alma mater. Oh right. Yeah. Eastern just a, Michigan yeah. University. Yeah. Not yeah. It's for the college, not just the region. <laughs> um, I don't particularly support the college. I just wanted to point it out. Do you support the region? So anyway, <laughs> Tim is sitting there. He's he's eating his yeah. He's eating breakfast, yeah. holding his award. Let's crack open what they're talking about here, because I, I find it to be interesting and unique in terms of their parenting conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we've had one quite like this before. Yeah. Usually one is upset about or upset at the other at how they handled the parenting situation. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, really, that they're on the same side and s- debating the same thing. Yeah. Um, but they come to interesting conclusions here. Yeah, they, they kind of, like, you know, Tim... <clears throat> Tim relates that uh, when he was like they both di- they both did shit like this when yeah. they were kids and both times when they did it their parents said the same thing to them which is i wish that one day you have a kid who's exactly like you so you go through what i'm going through yeah and they're lamenting the fact that this actually has happened that, that their parents wishes for them came true and they they say about you know uh how mu- how do we want to handle this because you know what did when your parents grounded you or you know how when they had the talk with you what how did that change your behavior? And Jill mm. was like, well, it just made me really better at finding ways for them to not find out. Yeah. Um, and really they come to the conclusion, which is just like, well, I think we just keep 
parenting and take it on a case by case scenario and hope that he has kids just like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, he better. But yeah, they, they literally say like, we just have to keep trying to be the best parents we can be. And yeah, and, yeah, it's really sweet. I, it was, yeah, it was good. Tim and Jill on the same side. There's no aspect of Tim trying to undermine her or anything. Mm. And them both just agreeing like, you know, yeah, he, he fucked up and we're punishing him and that's the right thing to do. But also kids are going to do this and we got three boys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, yeah, just like really an overall satisfactory ending. Like it was really, uh, really nice. I, I wonder. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to get into it. Um, <laughs> we go. And... I wonder how Silly Putty picks uh, pictures up <laughs> off of comic books. <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't have an answer. We go into the stinger, which isn't. I know you called the last thing a stinger. Maybe it was a stinger. This is typically we get kind of confused here because we typically get outtakes. Yeah, true. Uh, we don't get outtakes. We get kind of a stinger on an additional stinger. It's a. It's a PSS stinger. What? Just like it's the, a post, or is it a PPS? When you're ending a letter and you you leave a postscript, and then you leave a second postscript, is it a PPS or a PSS? I always put PSS. But what maybe, is what does that stand for? Postscript script. Post. Yeah, it, but it should be post postscript. You're right. So it should be PPS. Okay, I've been doing it wrong all my life. I have to write a whole bunch of letters to people apologizing. <laughs> I demand one of those uh anyway we get a pps stinger which is al giving his acceptance speech in mouse costume just just the same scene again yeah uh but he has a lot more puns and has more fun with the idea of uh you know when i started this job i was just living in a hole in a house mm. and i worked my way up and now i feel like i have the big cheese yeah stuff yeah. like that don't, don't have to leave with my tail between my legs <laughs> right yes uh, and it was uh, it was charming. It was fun. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Uh, which is a solid wrap up for the entire episode. Charming and fun. <laughs> um, is there anything in this episode we didn't cover that you want to? No, I think we got it all. Okay, uh, I have some more calendar stuff, but I'm going to save it for next uh, week. Okay, that's good. We can do a supplemental episode. <laughs> uh, that leaves us with one last thing, yeah. and that's the <gasps> grunt count. Okay, the grunt count. You want to guess? I do. I'm going to guess a big fat fucking zero it is an enormous fucking zero wow thank a you for fantastic i zero. got a little as soon as it came out of my mouth i got a little insecure about using the f word yeah so thank you for backing me up I, do, I doubled down man i doubled down <laughs> on that for you um wow okay now do you think there's a correlation between our enjoyment going up and the grunts going down maybe so because tim only really like tim is only really grunting when he is being maximum tim and yeah. we don't really like maximum tim he sometimes grunts with humility when he's talking to wilson but oh yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah he's very humility yeah yeah it's a lot of it uh but uh yeah i i don't know i think that might be it i think that as the show grunts less we laugh more <laughs> if, if okay. it doesn't fit you must acquit <laughs> i guess that makes some sort of sense yes um okay so zero grunts yet again that's crazy. I think, what, are we up to four grunts this season? I, yeah, so far our running total is four. Now, here's the the real challenge. Do you think we can not make double digits? I'm not going to call that one before our Christmas episode, because Christmas okay. episodes tend to spike it, and yeah. we're still, we got a whole, there's a whole lot of football left to be played. There is, there is. I I, I believe that. Yeah, but I, I, I triple digit. I don't think we'll make triples. No, God, no. Yeah, no, no not at this no. rate, no um okay well then uh let's go into thanking some of our patrons yes uh we have a new one 
yet again, uh, which is exciting to yeah, share. I've exciting. been feeling a lot of Patreon love lately. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to express that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I. It's it's a little cold out right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, maybe I it's would cold outside. Get a ladder, go up to the roof, and then shout it. Yeah. Um, instead, I'm going to speak it at a moderate inside voice. That's great. I can, into this microphone. I can bump up the volume on this in post if you want. <laughs> just yeah, if you could blow out their eardrums, yeah, that would be perfect. That's just the ultimate sign of love. If you can make them bleed. To show how much I care. If the last thing they ever hear in their lives is our podcast, <laughs> that's devotion. Just scanner style, their head explodes. Yeah, exactly, and then ugh, no more, no more patron. I guess I just make make sure that in your will you leave all of your money to us. <laughs> so I want to thank our uh, official grunt heads: Michael, Mason, TJ, Spencer, Cheyenne. I got it right. Kaboom. Uh, Farah and Manbach. 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 That's going to be a name that's going to be fun to say for a long time. We are we are never going to stop. <laughs> Manbach. Half mock. No, wait, no. Half Bach, half man. All Manbach. <laughs> if you... If you... Come on, Landon. You can do it. We're almost there. I know. Dude. It's. I, I'm going to start blaming this on you because I wouldn't be laughing if there wasn't somebody if, else here. If I wouldn't be... If I would just stop being so damn funny. <laughs> If you want riffs like that on your name, uh, and who wouldn't, uh, you know, you can also uh, contribute to our Patreon because grunt work is made possible by people like you. Uh, If you enjoyed today's show and you want to help us create even better content, consider doing what I just said. Yeah, because for as little as $1 per month, you'll get access to our exclusive bonus content, including our weekly Grunt Work Nights episodes. That's right. Can you tell what's a script and what's improv? (laughs) And if you decide to subscribe at one of our higher tiers, you can get access to one of our uh, our video feed of Grunt Work Nights, periodic gifts, like uh, we'll be handing out our um, uh, MST3K prints yes. uh, by the end of the year to yes. anybody, any grunt uh, head that wants it, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're $1 or $15. Yeah. Um, and our uh, 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 a special video message from us. Okay, I just lost my place. Can, can you can you tell what's scripted and what's improv? <laughs> oh, 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 Landon thinks he's so fucking funny. All of a sudden, well, how quickly the tables have turned. No, I was pointing, poking fun at myself earlier. I thought you were poking fun at me because no, because you were the scripted. professional one reading from the copy. I was the one that was going way off the rails. Oh, Landon, I'm sorry, oh, man. Let's now it my out. my feelings are hurt. Oh god. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name of this website very solemnly patreon.com slash gruntworkpod wow man our comedy podcast <laughs> leave us a rating or review on apple Podcasts, there you which go. is the fastest like. easiest way to support us and it really does go a very long way uh to help others find this show Seriously. how important i will tell you uh so important that we are running a contest through the end of the year um for anyone that leaves us a review you will be entered for a random chance to win uh not one of the ms3 T3K prints. There you go. Too many letters and numbers. Uh, but one of our awesome left sock design prints. Uh, she is an amazing pop artist from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, she donated a bunch of these really cool pop art uh, prints of Wilson uh, yes. behind the fence. Um, so leave us a review. You'll be entered for a chance to win. We will announce the winner in the new year. Um, and uh, you also get uh, this other thing when you. Um, I-, I wish I knew, man. I, I wish I paid any attention to what you said every week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just skip past that one say hi to us on twitter and instagram this might be the longest outro we've ever recorded they, you, they go they go for a minute you can also find uh information on today's show on our website which is www.grantworkpodcast.com <laughs> look landon i got my part right <laughs> the limited amount of information that you trust me to say 
While you're there, you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter to be notified when new episodes are released, yes. to get exclusive <laughs> hints about the grunt count and uh, trivia. Yeah. About this episode. Yep. Or something in the episode. Yes. Until next week, when I regather my brain <laughs> and we cover another episode of Home Improvement. You have to do that all the time. I've been Landon Solano. I'm Truman Caps. And remember, Washington is broken, and only one person can fix it. A tool man. In November, vote for Senator Jason. His Binford Care for All program will ensure universal access to tools and give America more power. This is why you win best co-host. Oh, Nathan. Okay.